Hello everyone and welcome to Off My Chest. I'm your host Wise World. I received some amazing feedback from my last episode and I appreciate y'all so much. Um, Don't let anybody tell you being vulnerable is a weakness. You can't reach people being guarded all the time and it brings me happiness. It, It really does to know that I'm helping others talk about their experiences even though that they'll say I I can't tell nobody it though like I'll probably die with it but the fact that they'll let me know like hey you know you spoke your truth and it it made me feel as though I wasn't alone or I thought I was the only one in the world that had experienced that or I just thought it was my family being crazy so having people say that I've been through that or I think I could never let it go just just describing how they went from that being stuck feeling to acknowledging their own journey to healing it's it's inspiring it's so inspiring to say the least so that's me making my little small impact it doesn't matter how how big or small it is an impact is an impact in my opinion so there are so many of us that have experienced similar things and it's amazing to see people take steps to do better even if it is a small step so thank you for letting me in and thank you for your positive feedback anybody that doesn't like it that has something negative to say to it or want to send negative vibes my way return to sender i am not the one anything that's going to be spoken upon me i feel as though it's going to be returned back to you tenfold so that's between you and god not me baby okay so i received a submission via email from a lung from a young lady and I feel as everything, it seems as though all the submissions that I get, it's perfect timing, perfect timing, okay? So she said, I'm having trouble setting up boundaries to co-parent with my ex. I feel like he doesn't respect the fact that we are over and I don't want there to be any drama. I'm talking to a few men and although it's nothing serious now, I don't want my ex starting shit and make someone not want to commit to me when it does happen. Sincerely, a stressed out baby mama girl thank you for writing and I think this is a great top too I think anybody can relate to this right so and I also want to say that I appreciate you acknowledging that this is something that needs to be addressed before you commit to someone versus after because trust me it will definitely save you a lot of trouble okay so from what I've learned in regards to co-parenting has been a lot with trial and error er, try, trial and error from my experiences with with it and I I think there are different areas that need to have boundaries it's not just one um, as far as relationships I mean it's 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 a I believe the most common ones are actually communication visitation and financial and each situation is different so analyze and treat yours accordingly but this is this is mine so I haven't been with my child's father for years. We broke up when my son was a baby and it was toxic before my son was born. And afterwards, it, it seemed to have just gotten worse. And it was a situation of domestic violence. Um, I ended up having to press charges and get a restraining order to really stand firm on my boundaries and for my own personal safety. Fast forward some years now, I don't hold any anger or ill will regarding this because I believe people do go through some shit. I don't stand in the way of him being a father because I know it's not regarding me, but strictly between him and his son. I want to emphasize though, I am not dismissing anything. Abuse is not okay. And that's why my boundaries may be different from another person. I I have zero intentions of us being connected in any way besides strictly co-parenting because that's what makes me comfortable. Um, but I also don't judge others on what works for them. But I do have strong opinions regarding co-parenting because 
I feel as though ultimately it has to be healthy for the child or children involved. And that part is not up for debate in my opinion. So for communication, I'm going to rip the bandaid off now and say there is no reason you need to be friends with your child's mother or father. Should you be at a place of being civil and have respect during drop-off exchanges, you know, stuff like that, of course. But that does not mean you need to be friends. Absolutely not. I, I see too many times that a person will be able to cheat or have sex with their child's mother or father because they always kept that line of communication going and I'm not one of those people and I don't want my next relationship to ever feel as though they gotta I'm one of those people they gotta worry about like you don't gotta worry about me baby Uh, I think it can also be confusing to the child or children involved too because when you're a child it's it's hard for them to understand because they'll be like are y'all together are y'all not and I think that's difficult for them to understand children don't understand situationship and they at least deserve a, a, a consistent routine and consistency in general and not even that but on a deeper note you You can't expect someone to respect your new relationship whenever you want them to at your own leisure because you didn't exercise those boundaries while you were single. You have to get started on doing it while you are single, not just when you're just talking to someone. Um, It's not, there's no on and off switch um, to it. I think having an on and off switch as far as when you want to allow them to have access to, I think that's, that can be very toxic. I think it can be hard to disconnect in that way. And you don't want to be considered a bitch by others because I I won't lie, you will come across as cold by being firm to your expectations at first, but it is so worth it in the end. And that's why I appreciate this submission um, because there are a lot of people who struggle with it. I remember some of my ex's family, I... I kept getting this pure pressure from them and they're just like, oh, it's best to be friends. Or they say, um, oh, if well, I'm friends with my ex or I would be friends with my ex and still go to family gatherings. Well, I don't. That's not what I want. And that doesn't make me feel comfortable. And my family and my friends were against it because they knew about the abuse that that I suffered from. And to me, it seemed like a huge double standard because if the roles were flipped and he had to be the one feeling unsafe the way he made me feel, I can assure you they would not say that. So that's, that's, so if that's what you do and those are in, and that's what you would do in your situation, that's cool, but that's not for me. And don't press, don't, don't make, don't press somebody to make you to, to feel wrong as far as what they know their boundaries should be. So people don't let others guilt trip you into doing something you are not comfortable with. Okay. And for some people, the more they have access, sometimes they feel more comfortable to disrespect you if they know what you're doing. You do not need to be friends with them and don't feel bad about it. You can have healthy co-parenting without being friends. And side note, this might piss some people off, but if you are still sleeping with your ex, flirting with them, communicating them, communicating more than just discussing your child, I do not believe you need to be dating. That isn't fair to someone new who wants to be involved with you and you wouldn't want to deal with someone being sneaky. So get serious about not doing it or don't date at all. That doesn't even that that's not even for just co-parenting in general. If you're still talking to an ex or not over them, you need to continue to con- you need to continue separating yourself from those ties so there won't be any drama. And but for co-parenting specifically, the relationship needs to shift from 
them to, to just them and the child. And that takes time. And if I'm being completely honest here, some people may not even want a relationship with the child or children if they see they cannot have you. All right. And that happens a lot, y'all. That happens so much. So do yourself a favor and start that shift now so you can make sure that not only do they have the opportunity to be a parent by themselves and they can start working through that because it, it is difficult to go from, you know, be, having a partnership and raising children to being a parent by yourself. But you also need to make sure that they have the right intentions, okay? They're not solely trying to be around the child because they know that's their access back to you. If if the relationship with your mother's with your with your child's mother or father ended, chances are it was a good reason. So what's best for the child at this stage you're in is to be able to make the best decisions for them without any clouded judgment. None, okay? So here's what I did. For my situation, and given the person you might be dealing with, get a separate phone number or phone if you're able to afford it. Communicate via email if you're able to and keep those phone conversations reserved only for emergencies or just solely for when they're just speaking with the child, okay? Keep communication only about the child. The same way you disconnect your personal life from your work life, you need to have that same approach to co-parenting, you know? Stay and stand firm on stand firm and and stay grounded on your expectations. When my child's father has Jojo on the weekends, he, he doesn't send me pics. He doesn't send me updates. I don't need to know what they're doing, where they're going. None of that, okay? We have a mutual respect that we trust that JoJo is safe. And if something happens that's a safety concern or if JoJo gets like a fever when he, when he's with his dad, you know, something like that, he will let me know. Jo now, JoJo, he's six years old and I got him one of those kid phones and he can't get on the internet or nothing crazy, but his dad will send me an email like, hey, let him, you know, letting me know when when he would like to call Jojo's phone and I'll make sure he has the phone by at that time and um and he'll call him and prior to him having having his own phone um I had the text now and Google Duo set up on his tablet kids have tablets now right you can download the text now and Google Duo on the tablet so it's entirely separate from your personal phone. So, and he never had my personal number. Simple as that. I do not communicate with him at all over the phone. I, I have no interest in doing it. I keep everything to email, right? And not only that, but I don't do he say, she said or whatever. So I'm gonna be like, oh, refer back to your previous email. I hit him with that customer service. <laughs> I mean, it, again, it sounds cold, but that, that that that's what works for me. And if Jojo needs to talk to me while he is with his dad, he has his kid phone that I got him and he can call me on that. There's literally no other type of communication besides that. So what goes on in each other's, you know, e each other's dating or personal life is none of the other parents business. And I made that clear when he got back into Jojo's life that we have that right to, to privacy because I'm not going to lie, y'all. I'm not going to lie. It used to be hell when I first started dating years ago. It, it was like he could be going to strip clubs, dating, living his best life, involved with whoever he wanted. And I did not care. I was like, yes, please, please meet someone so you can just leave me alone. But as soon as word got out that I was talking to such and such or, or whatever I was doing, um, suddenly he'd want to pop up and cause drama. And that is not okay. 
and I stood my ground on it. I am not with the drama. And if it's not about the child, you will stay out of our lives because all that history, it's dead. Okay. And again, that seems cold, but it's the truth. It's the truth. Each of us, if, if the other parent has the luxury to move on with their life, you do too. You do too. I I do believe sometimes it's just a phase to go through in the beginning. And when time goes on and you stay consistent to your boundaries, then majority of the time it does get better but some people are crazy though and I know you got to remember people are different when you know that it was it was hard when you were in a relationship with them and they were supposed to respect you, you have to be cautious for how people are going to act when they aren't getting what they want. So there are crazy headlines out there regarding domestic violence and people doing crazy things. So I will say this again and I will mean it. Your child needs you. And if you are in danger or in fear of not being able to co-parent, take action and don't let anybody guilt trip you. Use your resources. Do not be silent and do not settle for something if you have a feeling that you or your child will be in danger, okay? Your child needs you and also needs you to protect them in their best interests. So I felt like I had to say that. Okay, moving on. For visitation, we have a set schedule that we both agreed on, okay? I, I do not think it's it's healthy for either parent to be able to show up at each other's houses whenever they want, okay? If you make a set schedule and both of you have to respect it. Now, if the other parent isn't as responsible with keeping up with the visitation, that's their loss. And unfortunately, that happens a lot. Okay, that that happens a lot. I know that happens with me sometimes. I don't have the luxury of being able to tap in, tap out of being a parent. You know, my ex, he if something happens, he could cancel whenever he wants. That it, it, it happens. As hard as it is it as it is, don't succumb to the drama of it. Don't even mention it because I will tell you one thing. Your child notices everything. And you don't need to, to talk shit about the other parent. You don't, you don't need to act out if a child will know who shows up. A child will know who is the one that puts in all the work. So you don't have to say anything. You you don't, you, it, it feels like crap. I'm not going to lie because you feel as though the parent who does majority of the work, they don't have that luxury. Okay. But at the end of the day, as time goes on, the child will know. You don't have to do anything. And as the as the, the other parent's going to have to be the one that's, that's going to have to answer for their shortcomings, not you. So, okay, like I said, what goes on in, within your personal life is none of my business, okay? The only thing that should, the only thing that should be the business is child. And for me, my child's father doesn't know where I live. I don't know where he lives. So that way it's fair. We meet at a public place to do drop-offs and pickups. And I feel like that works great for us. Some people, they don't mind doing pickup and drop-offs where you or the other parent lives. And I think that comes with deciding how comfortable you are. And if you can trust them to respect your space. I, I have PTSD from the domestic violence from the relationship with my child's father. And he forever lost that trust. And I will not place myself in a position ever again. If someone says, you know, they've turned over a new leaf. Great. I'm glad I prayed for that. I hope for that. That was in the best interest of my child for you to do that. Although I forgave. I do not stand in the way of him being a father. That does not mean what happened didn't affect me. 
and that I'm willing to trust him with having certain access. Okay, those are my boundaries. That is my compromise. So so that is why my best advice is to really take a step back and see what you're comfortable with and what's realistic for achieving the boundaries you really want. If you break up and you move to a new place, once you once you move and they know where you live, there is no going back from that. And for me, that's unsettling, which is why I, I stick to the public exchanges and not knowing where I live. So stand firm on those expectations and, and be, and like I said, be realistic. And that goes for both men and women. Oh, that reminds me of, um, I'll never forget the chaos I witnessed a few years ago. There was a couple that had just broken up and they had a child, but the woman would just show up and just scream outside. I mean, it was, oh, it was crazy. And um, from what I gathered from being nosy, peeping out the window, <laughs> um, he, it, it was clear he was mingling when, because they were broken up. So he was single and mingling. And then word got around on, word got around to her on who he would be talking to and she would just show up and raise hell I guess um and it got to the but it got to the point to where she keyed his entire car y'all his car was messed up I mean he he had hoe on it I mean it was it was it was all over the car it was all over the car I mean it it was it was totaled and and that is not okay and I I was scared for him, honestly, because I'm just like, geez, like that's a big step. Somebody being able to destroy your property like that. But at the same time, I wasn't because you know what ended up happening? He was still sleeping with her after after she keyed the car. So I guess that's why she was pissed because he was having her and everybody else. But oh my gosh, the drama. Um, I moved, thank goodness, because that was, it was like screaming all of the time, man. It was hard getting some beauty rest there. But I remember, <laughs> I remember thinking to myself, like, like this situation is only going to get worse because when you just break up, it's fresh. And especially if you break up and you're still sleeping with them and you have no intentions of setting up healthy boundaries, Lord, oh goodness. Um, but ladies and men, don't do that. Okay. Cause at the end of the day, your child sees that your child sees all of that. And that's just too much negative, negative energy and stress. And there's never a good ending to a situation like that because it's just going to keep escalating, keep escalating. So if you are done with them, leave them alone. If they damage your property or put hands on you, get a restraining order. Stand firm on that. Do not feel bad about it. And last but not least, financial. Yes, we need to talk about this one, okay? Because discussing financial responsibility is a big reason why co-parenting is a struggle. Some people, I think, do it on purpose. I really do. I really do think that you you can't tell me otherwise. I know my ex in the beginning, he used finances as a way to make sure my life was going to be difficult. He even admitted that at, at, at one point of, of being petty. And it seemed like he wanted me to suffer in any way that he could back then. And I felt like I, I feel like a parent shouldn't have to keep asking the other parent to be fair and be response financially responsible. I ended up having to put him on child support child care you know child care alone can easily be the same cost as rent and it is not a game it really isn't I was working two jobs and was stressed out while being being a full-time parent 
and I didn't have the luxury to do whatever he wanted. I didn't care that he was living his best life, but I cared about the fact that I had to struggle financially and I felt like I was the only one carrying the burden. So I ended up putting him on child support. If he pays, when he pays, whatever. <laughs> I'm not even gonna speak on that. That's, I don't wanna be too messy on it. So I'm gonna keep it moving from that. But if, if he does or if he doesn't pay, it's documented. That's the point, it's documented. And I don't have to be the one to communicate regarding it any, anymore. You can speak to the state, homie. They'll notify you um, and they'll step in. It's called enforcement status if that if that's what's needed. So that's what I would recommend to anyone that feels like they have trouble, man or woman. Now, don't be a jerk, though. Don't be a jerk. If someone is doing their their part financially to help support their child, don't put them on child support. OK, don't. All right. But if you're going if if the other parent, if they're going to clubs, going on dates, buying shoes, able to have fun or supporting their new relationship and kids and other whatever obligations that their new situation has. But they don't take care of the kids that they have with you. That I think that's trife. OK, one parent shouldn't be struggling to pay child care and other costs that are associated with raising the child that took two to make and I don't I don't I don't agree with that and personally for me I was like uh uh-uh I refuse to be a stereotype living on government assistance if I know my if I know my ass is working really hard like you are not about to make me feel as though I have to go on government assistance just because you refuse to be you refuse to be responsible so uh uh-uh I was like nope mm -mm." so y'all there is no reason you should have to waste energy pestering them and if the both of you made an agreement and they aren't taking it seriously use the resources available just due to the child support okay at the end of the day it's for the child some people don't agree with that but again it's not about your opinion it's about the best interest for the child and there's no reason why one parent should be should be broke and carrying all the financial burden and doing the work with raising the child and the other one can have the ability to be a parent whenever they choose and spend money on whatever they want so uh, attempt again attempt to try an agreement first and then just go to child support if it continues i now i will say this because i feel like <laughs> i feel like some people when they hear that they 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 get defensive okay i don't agree with people who use child support as their only income all right i want to make that clear it should not be your only income living off of child support. I believe if you're an adult, you should be able to support yourself besides having child support. Um, for, for, for instance, I don't need child support to cover my rent, my car note, car insurance, utilities, etc. You know, all, all the things that I would need to pay to survive if I didn't have a child. Um, all the things that I would need to pay anyways if it were just me. That's my responsibility. But child care, medical expenses for the child sports, all the extra stuff that come that that's involved regarding the child, that should be fair. So those are all the things I can speak on um, that I think can really help with the submission because I felt like she was just referring to it as as, as disrespect. But you know what? I wanted to make note on every single thing that, that came with the struggles that I've had with co-parenting. And I, I will also say that it may seem difficult 
but you are worthy, all right, to be able to have a new life without dealing with the stress of co-parenting, okay? You are worthy of it. And sometimes the only way for you to heal is to be able to have those boundaries set up so you can start that process, okay? Um, I also I also have it on my heart to say, prepare yourself for them gaslighting you, wanting to lie to people regarding all of that, all, all of what you're doing, okay? When people don't get what they want, they try to to make you step outside of yourself to get a reaction. Do not entertain it. If they say something and it's not true, practice not letting it affect you. It's really hard, but you have to practice it. You don't get better at nothing unless you practice it. You know, go customer service on them like you would at your job when you deal with an irate customer. Treat them like an irate customer. Hit them with that. I'm sorry you feel that way, but per this agreement, we may <laughs> hit them with that. You know, I'm, I'm so serious. I am so serious. If, if they can't keep it to your boundaries block them until you know they can make sure that they're in a place where they can speak maturely you do not have to deal with harassment if you if you hear something they said or what they do yes and this is a big one okay this is a big one um if you hear something that they said or what they do don't let it bother you because let me tell you something honey if y'all broke up because they were a liar or a cheat uh, you know what a liar's gonna lie and a cheater's gonna be a hoe okay so you don't need to prove yourself to anyone because people tell on themselves and nobody is living your life so keep it moving practice practice setting your boundaries and if it bothers you if it does bother you if you feel as though you're trying it's because you're being triggered, baby. You are being triggered. So if it bothers you, go to therapy or do things to practice not letting it affect you. And eventually, you know you're good because it doesn't even bother you anymore. They go to gaslight and you just like, oh, shoot. <laughs> did that just fly off of me? Yes, it did, baby. You are rejecting that negativity. It has no hold on you anymore. So and you'll be able to adapt and, and know how to handle those situations without giving them the reaction they want because that's all they want if they feel as though they can't have you romantically sexually in all these other ways they will try to latch on or get a reaction or fulfillment in any way that they can do not give them that access don't give them that luxury it is a privilege to be connected to you and your energy don't let them have it right we are not giving up our energy for people who are staying in the past. The only thing that makes them relevant to you now is the child you have together. And even the child deserves boundaries. They deserve a routine. They deserve consistency. And that's only going to come if y'all have an agreement and y'all have com healthy communication, healthy visitation, and, 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 some, and some form of agreement to help you financially okay that that is my advice to the submission that's what I gotta say <laughs> do you have something you'd like to get off your chest I want to hear it you can send your submissions via Instagram at off my chest the podcast or you can send it via email at off my chest the podcast at gmail.com as always stay safe stay blessed <laughs>